Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Okay, I'm so excited here. We have my friend, Caitlin, and I'm so, so excited for you guys to hear about her. Like, she's been blowing my mind. She's going to blow your guys' mind today. So first of all, <laughs> thank you, Caitlin, for being here. Oh, thank you, Kylie. Thank you for having me. Like, what an honor to be here and to just be in your virtual presence. I'm just blown away from the time I've spent with you. So this is just wonderful. Oh my gosh, thank you. Okay, so Caitlin... <laughs> In my like little knowledge of her, she was a like when like this was like two weeks ago. I was like, okay, Caitlin's a brand photographer. She's come to one of my content days. She's taken my becoming a brand photographer class and she was signed up for my brand retreat. And then she volunteered her mom to come on and do like a presentation about her new book about boundaries to my alumni mastermind. And in that little interaction, she's like, oh, and by the way, Caitlin also wrote a book. And I was like, wait, what? And (laughs) so it kind of blew my mind because then all of a sudden I'm finding out that Caitlin is a brand photographer, but she also has like these four other revenue streams. She's writing a book that's almost published. So we're going to talk about today about all of that. Um, she is doing these, uh, like she's doing direct sales. She's doing an asset recovery business. She's um, building out these courses and things with her mom. And I was just really blown away, Caitlin. I was like, what in the world? So it's basically like a secret she, double yeah, life. Yeah, isn't exactly. It? <laughs> she's like a closet entrepreneur, like totally like quiet, <laughs> chill. You would never suspect. And then when you get to know her, you're like, wow, like you're a powerhouse. Oh, wow. Thank you for that. It's kind of, it's harder to market yourself and it's easier to market your own mother, you know? (laughs) Yes, totally. That makes sense. So much sense. Okay. So along with all that, she's also a wife and a mom and a Taylor Swift fan that we recently um, bonded over. (laughs) I feel like I have to tell the story before we get into this. I, you know, that's been on my mind all like week. I was like, she's going to tell this story. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. Okay. So Caitlin came to our brand retreat. This was already scheduled before the brand retreat. So it's so fun to like get to know her and have like real stories now, but she came to our brand retreat this weekend and we were playing a game called chameleon, which is a super fun game where you like basically all have to lie. And so there's like a card that has this one particular was like drinks and so there's a bunch of different drinks on it and everybody knows what the drink is except for the chameleon and you have to guess like who the chameleon is and the chameleon has to guess what the drink is and we're going around the circle and it gets to well actually I actually was the chameleon this time Um, but I had figured out at this point that the word was orange juice because someone said Florida and someone said pulp and someone said um I can't even remember like, oh, breakfast. And so it goes around and I'm like pretty sure it's orange juice. So I say, I can't even remember what I said, something that went along with orange juice and it gets to Caitlin and she says, Taylor. (laughs) And everyone was like, huh? And then she looks me dead in the eye and was like, the Taylor fans will understand. And I was like, oh, (laughs) so confident. So confident. And so I start researching on my phone, does Taylor Swift like orange juice? And I'm like, what the heck? Like, and, and it did say she did like orange juice. So I was like, okay, clearly I'm not as Swifty as I thought. Um, And so (laughs) then, and then someone else says pink and then it gets really confusing. 
Turns out half the room thought the word was orange juice and the other thought it was champagne. So it ended up making sense. <laughs> but in the moment, I was like, okay, Caitlin is way more swifty oh than I God. am. <laughs> it was, that, pretty- that was just great that it, it happened to like the actual word did happen to work out with my I clue, know. you know? But I know. Oh my gosh. I know. So turns out Taylor does like orange juice. So that's good for us both to know. So we were good. <laughs> yep. In 2016, she used to have orange juice every morning for breakfast, according to this one blog. So, <laughs> And we will never forget that fact now. We now will that we never forget that. We are true <laughs> Taylor fans. So okay, going okay. back to the chameleon game, that yes. night when, like, when we got home from the brand retreat, I was reading a book to my son before bed. And it's about animals. And I turn the page and the next one is chameleon. And I oh snapped a picture of it. I need to put it in our chat because I thought yes. immediately of Nicole and how she thought it was Shyamalan. Shyamalan. And like, now I can't read that word right. Like I read I it know. and I was like, Shyamalan. Oh, it's it's chameleon. But oh my gosh. That's so hilarious. That's the same thing happened to me. I saw the word Iowa and one of the brand retreat oh. girls pronounce it Iowa. And now Iowa. I'm like in my head, I was like, like forgetting which way it actually is because now I, I can't unsee it yeah yep. the damage is done <laughs> the damage is done okay so we're gonna get into this I want you to tell me like I know I kind of gave a brief introduction but I want you to give kind of your introduction into entrepreneurship and like your journey the last few years and what that's looked like okay yeah yeah this is very like much not at all the path I thought my life would take and that's that's very good. Like I think a lot of the times we the plans we lay down for ourselves, they're good plans. But then what actually happens is like so much better. So I was like, I was a return missionary. I'd served, you know, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I was going back into school. I had a friend who had also just gone home, gotten home from a mission. And we'd both kind of like dabbled with photography through high school. Like you know, I, we were just taking the basic class. I would go out and take landscape pictures all by myself, like the introvert I was. Nothing major. But when we got home, we reconnected and she was like, hey, I want to start like a portrait business and I want to do this together. And I almost turned her down. Like my first thought was no way. I, I couldn't do that. I would be terrible at that. I'm an introvert. I get like really anxious around people. I'm going to be so bad at it. It's going to be scary. And then I was just thinking about like, it's a business. Like what if things go wrong or people don't like it? Like I just, I almost told her no, but she talked me into it. We started this business. Um, We ran our photography business together for like three years and it turned out to be the most amazing experience as far as like personal growth, the skills I learned, the people that we got to meet and then just like our friendship. And so that really started like taking my life path kind of down a different avenue because at that point I was like, going to go into interior design and I was going to work a nine to five every day and work for someone else. And I was very happy with this plan that I had, but as our business grew, like it was, it was going along pretty well. I started to just see myself um, just kind of desiring that freedom more. And I'd be at work and all I could think about was my photography business. Like I was just so excited about it. So I reached the point where I decided I was going to go all in with the business thing. And I quit my nine to five and it happened to be when COVID was happening. So it was just wow. kind of craziness was going down with my job anyways. Um, and then my mom, this is kind of the point where she really started to like influence me to just take this entrepreneur thing, like even bigger than just the one business, because, um, you know, you probably experienced this during COVID. 
your sessions mm-hmm. are canceling. No one wants to meet with you in person for their pictures. She does direct sales in the beauty industry. She was having the same thing. Everyone was canceling all their appointments. No one wanted to come over for a facial. And so we were kind of freaking out. And so she found this other business that's asset recovery. It's completely out of left field from anything else we do, but it's all virtual. So that's I quit my nine to five and she brought me on as a partner. And so then I suddenly had two gigs that I was doing, two businesses. And um, I also, so I was at her house every day working on this with her, kind of listening in on her virtual appointments because she was figuring out how to do her beauty thing virtually. And I could just like, I would listen to her story every day as she was talking to these ladies. And it really started to resonate with me because, you know, this was like year two of COVID. I was pregnant now with our son and you know, I already was self-employed. I already had that flexibility, but I, I wanted to have, um, just, you know, another stream of income to kind of secure ourselves. And so I, it made me reflect on my mom being in direct sales and how she was always home growing up. She was home Mm -hmm. for everything. She could make it to all of our sports games, all of our activities. And I really wanted that for Tyler. So I decided I was going to join her team after a whole lifetime of, again, saying, no, I probably couldn't do that. I wouldn't be good at it. And so I started that this, this, um, past, like, well, I guess almost two years now, but I, I get getting to that point. Like if I hadn't taken that first, you know, chance with my friend to do something that absolutely scared me, that was totally like not part of the plan, something that I didn't think I could do. If I hadn't even done that, I never would have even had these, you know, these other, um, businesses and these other opportunities because that really fostered the belief in me and then I think because I was willing to believe in myself then my mom also being an entrepreneur was able to take me under her wing and show me the way as well so that's what I got me to that. finally join you know her direct sales business because I was like oh well I already did photography I didn't think I could do that I never thought I could do this but I probably could do this now that I have realized it's just me getting my own way. But yes. Yeah, yes. Kind of crazy. Not at all what I thought I'd be doing. That's amazing. So a couple of things. First of all, did you know that my dad um has been in direct sales my whole life too? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my so gosh, I we love so that we both have, yeah. I I love that we have like a lot of that in common because there's not a lot of yeah. people I know that have a parent that's been in direct sales that long consistently and successfully. Yeah, so that's, that's fun. And it's a, and it's a good influence on me as an entrepreneur. I feel like it definitely has given me a leg up because I've had like a foundation of entrepreneurship. Whereas like my husband thinking of going on on his, on, on his own is way more scary because he doesn't have like that, like they yeah. had steady nine to five jobs. And so it's like, it's, right. it's cool that we have that in common. Um, And second, what was I going to say? Oh, I totally agree with you that I think the number one thing with women being successful or not being successful starts with like your own limiting beliefs and your own blocks. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you've cleared those. So you can now have like this like flowing business with all these different revenue streams. And like you're opened, you've like opened up your eyes to the possibilities, which is really cool because you did that like on your own, like those are just things that you had already inside of you and you had to clear up the blocks to make that really happen. So good for you. It's so true. Like once you get over those limiting beliefs, like I truly feel like at this point, there are very few things I'm fearful of and it's so freeing. And now I feel like any opportunity that's going to come my way, I'm ready to truly like look at it and examine it and, and take it on because I'm not like being blinded 
you know, by myself. And I love it's just that. exciting. It makes me so excited to think about, okay, what's going to come in my future? Cause I'm ready for it. I'm going to realize it and I'm going to take it on. Yeah. I love that so much. And honestly, you're inspiring to me because you're really young and oh. you're new on this journey and you're writing a book. And I've been writing a book for like two years and I'm like, it'll I'll never publish it I don't want to do anything with this and I just feel like you've like proven like oh you can do it no matter where you're at and like uh, like that has helped me a lot just watching you I'm like wait what I can do this like I don't have to be 50 and have 20 years that you know like and I know not everybody is but it just feels like everybody is you know what I mean yeah yeah like there's tons of authors but now I know one in real life that's doing the thing so and now you can be a young author too I I need to I need to set you up with my book coach she might really be able to get that going for you well that's just that just means a lot to me you saying all that because you know you're you're a tiny bit older than me but I want to be like where you are in a few years like you just like you so inspire me you will be be, you're on that path (laughs) for sure to just full like yeah. Residual income and different revenue. Like you're already on that path. Yep. Like you're going to hit that sooner than you think. So that's awesome. So speaking oh, of actually you. the book, let's go into that. So, so that's okay. what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about your book, what it's about when it's coming. So let's start with that. And then we'll kind of maybe share okay. some tips from the book after that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the book is, um, it's a book that's for busy moms, whether you're a mom who runs a business or you're a mom, you know, like raising your kids is already a full-time job. If you're a mom that that's what you want to do, then you also have dreams of your own you want to accomplish. So both of those aspects, it's tools for busy moms to help you just like crush it at your family duties, but also like have your own identity and chase down every dream that you want to have. Because I, I don't believe you have to pick and choose between the two. I do think you have to, you know, you have to structure your life in a way that you're not just like running like a crazy person all the time because that is miserable but there is some nuance to timing to the way you structure your life but you can have everything you want to have you don't have to pick and choose so the book title is the productivity roadmap how busy moms can ditch the guilt say yes to what matters and create winning habits and it launches on may 6th so a couple weeks now i'm i can't even believe like Every you know, my book coach is sending everything in. I'm like, this is the actual like thing, you know. We've wow. taken it from a Google Doc on my computer to almost like a physical book. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting and such an amazing topic. And that is why I wanted you on this episode, is because it literally aligns with everything that we talk about on this podcast. Yeah, so perfect. So perfect. So I want you to share a couple of tips from your book, um, maybe three okay. tips that you have that can help like right away with these busy moms that are balancing all the things. Um, so what advice would you give to them? Yes. Okay. So my three tips, my first one is knowing your why, your life's vision and like where you are going. I think mm-hmm. before you can even begin to know what you want or what it is about your life that you want to change or want to achieve you need to know your why that's like your purpose that's just knowing like why do you wake up in the morning like what is it even Mm -hmm. you want to do and some questions you can use to ask yourself that to figure that out is you know what do I value what am I passionate about what lights me up where am I going 
And what would my ideal life look like? I think those are very kind of good, like soul searching things to help you nail down. Like, what is it that you want you to want to do? What is your purpose in this life? And then your life's vision. Oh, that, that itself could be like a whole episode, but the short version of it is, you know, I'm a dreamer. You kind of have to be a dreamer. Mm-hmm. And with your life's vision, you need to dream as wildly as you can. Do not be realistic as you write this down. And you're going to write like a detailed, um, like little blurb of what would your perfect life look like? And, you know, like, like write down like to what would it, what would it be like when you wake up in the morning? What do you see around your house? What is your environment like? How does it feel? Um, you know, what, what is your afternoon like? What is your evening like? What, and then just in general, what experiences and things, you know, do you have, do you provide your kids with? And I like to say, don't be realistic because when you're dreaming, you don't need to be realistic as you go about it. I think you'll see some of the real realism come in as you're, you know, trying to achieve that and that's okay, but you don't want to limit yourself from the get-go, you know, with like, oh, well, it can't be like this or it can't be like this. It's the dreaming that is going to help you to, you know, really build that life and life isn't going to be perfect, but you're going to be able to get it as close as you can to this vision. And you're going to have a very, you know, satisfying and very fulfilling life just through that process. So I I would encourage everyone who's listening, seriously, go write down your life's vision. Like I said, very detailed of everything you would have in your ideal life. And then um, your goals and your dreams and everything are going to take you to that. So I'd say my second tip is planning. You have to plan. And if you're like, I'm kind of a natural personality that I love to plan. I know some people aren't, but if you if you want to have, you know, everything that you want to have, but also have that work-life balance um, and not feel like a crazy person, you're going to have to develop some planning habits. And that's going to look different for each person. I say the best way to plan is the way that you will actually do mm-hmm. because this needs to be joyful for you and not feel like a chore or you're never going to do it. Um, and so I really have to do like weekly planning and then daily planning. And Kylie kind of saw snippet of this. I was yes. doing this on the couch. <laughs> I was gonna I was <laughs> gonna say, like I can attest to this. Yeah. So we she were does all, it. <laughs> yeah, we were all together like chatting. I think it was before we were playing games, right? The the night we were playing games. Yeah, we were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And it was Saturday night and we were all like chatting and she had her planner and she was planning her week. And I was like, that good for you to be able to like sit down and even though where like your schedule is different like I know like for me when Uh I travel or when I'm like with friends a lot of those routines kind of fall off and so I was like good for her for being able to do like commit to this habit even in the chaos like that was really really good to watch because I think that's key to your success is being able to plan and I can attest that that's definitely one of your strong points well, thank you. Yeah. And it, it is one of those things that it's become like, it's become, become just so crucial to the peace in my life that I I will do it no matter where I am, no matter what, because it's, it's not worth it to not do it at this point. And I see such a huge difference because, you know, I, I teach these things and I do live them, but you have weeks when, mm-hmm. you know, life goes off the rails totally. or you have to pivot and things change. And I do have weeks when the planning doesn't happen. And it's, it's pretty miserable. I I don't like feeling like I'm running crazy everywhere. Like I have all these things in my mind that I'm trying to like 
keep track of and I can't focus and I'm jumping from thing to thing and I'm dropping the ball. So yeah, even even on vacation, I will at least just do that little part and then everything else can kind of go away and I can enjoy everything else. But yeah, find a find a planner that works for you that you can plan weekly in. Um, I like to kind of do like a big brain dump and I just deposit everything that has been in my mind that you know, needs to be done for the next week. I have to categorize it now by thing. I have like mm -hmm. personal life, direct sales, photography, you know, and that's so great because otherwise I feel like I have this weird mind chatter all week of like, because I'm trying to hold it all in my head, you know, and mm -hmm. once it's down on the paper, I can release it and I don't have to worry about it anymore and it's not going to bother me and I can just like actually focus on the stuff I've planned. Um, I plan out my meals and like a grocery list um, and then I, I also kind of go in and I fill in during the weekly planning session, I fill in each day the best I can. Cause you can kind of plan your general mm -hmm. daily schedule ahead of time. I like to write down for each day. I write down the six most important things I'm going to do. Um, when Tyler was younger, it was just three. I was like, I can get three big things done and then who knows how the day is going to go. So that, yeah. that could just kind of differ by person by what's going on, but that's a great way to prioritize the most important tasks and make sure they're getting done. And then anything else um, can just be bonuses if you have the time to get those done. If not, they'll just drop off. They can be pushed to the next day. But I also, that's a good safeguard for me because, and maybe some people can relate to, the, relate to this. I can easily become like a workaholic because I do love these things I have in my life. You know, besides my my son and my husband and my family, I love like my businesses like they bring me so much joy and so much purpose and sometimes I can let that take over and then it's like I'm working from like 7 a.m to like 9 p.m every day which is not healthy I mean normal people get to work nine to five and then they get to shut down yes. you know so just yep. having like the six things I'm like okay if I do those six and I do nothing else for the rest of the day that's great I'm yes. done I, the important yes. stuff is done I can shut down and go do whatever else I want that is not business or work related Amen. You're learning really valuable lessons like super early. I feel like it took me like a lot more years to grasp onto that because I'd be like, no, I need to get this project done. And I'd work through the night and I'd spend all this time. Yeah, I did that for a while. Yeah. And yeah. I've like come to this point that, yeah, like I was like, okay, these are the things that are today's things. And then just being okay with it, like being tomorrow and having three more tomorrow and having three more yeah. on Wednesday and having three more throughout the week. Yep. That's huge. That's a huge hot tip for, that you're sharing. And I, I used to be that person that I was like, no matter what it takes, I will get this done today, you know, or mm -hmm. like, it's okay, I'll just stay up late tonight. And then that just turns into doing that every night. And, and then you're just kind of running on empty all the time. And I, I don't love to hear productivity. That's like, you know, run crazy all the time. It's just about yeah. how much you can get done and you yeah. must get it done. And it's like, but you got to take care of yourself. You have to have that balance or you're not going to last long and you're going to burn out and you're not going to be happy. And and the point of this is to be happy. It's not just to be busy. And so you have to, the planning is to help you to hit all of those categories, like your personal categories, your life categories, your, you know, your different tasks and business stuff, but it all will be covered and it'll yes. come full circle. You'll have that balance. So yeah, I definitely. So I've much. been through that. <laughs> um, and I'd say my... My, my last tip for productivity would be using your resources and outsourcing. So like, you know, outsourcing, it's, it's a business buzzword. 
That just means that if there is a task in your business that does not necessarily need your specific gifts and skill, hire it out or find someone else who can do it for you. Or if it's something in your business that you're trying to do, but you're just not good at, because you're not going to be good at everything and you just don't want to do it, it's going to be more beneficial to have someone else do it. Because if you don't like to do it and you're not good at it, it's just, it's going to make the whole process so much slower. It's going to take the joy out of it. And, um, and, and that kind of is on a personal basis, I think, for your situation. There might be stuff that, you know, you can afford to hire out. There might be stuff you need to wait on. You don't have to go crazy and hire out every single thing. But I would say everyone should just kind of take a look at all the back end and everything they have to do because you wear so many hats as a business owner. It's a little crazy. And I don't think we're really meant to be wearing all those hats and to be doing everything. You know, I run into a lot of people who, and I subscribed for this for a while, we think that we need to be handling everything ourselves, but I don't think that's the way it's even set up to work. So I don't think we're going to succeed if we're not willing to let go of at least something. And when I first started, I couldn't afford like in my business, you know, to do that. I had to kind of I had to kind of deal with that myself for a while, you know, and and go through that until the business was big enough that I was like, okay, here's like something I can start letting go of. And oh, okay, now here's another thing. But I think it's definitely worth the investment to hire some things out because that frees you up as the creative and talented person of your business to focus more on the things that you're good at and the things that drive you business. And then that just brings, you know, the return on your investment to hire it out because you're, you're, you're going to do better. You're going to have more success and it's going to be worth it. And so then on the resources side, for me, that's kind of like the personal side of outsourcing, like in my personal life, um, like just using my tribe, using my village, like getting some help from like my parents or my in-laws to watch Tyler occasionally when, when I need that, you know, or. Um, I have a lady now who cleans my house. She'll do like a deep clean and she comes to do some mom help during the week. And that's been wonderful because I'm kind of in the middle of a finishing this big promotion and it's not the time for me to be cleaning my house. Someone else can be cleaning my house in the meantime. And taking that off my plate has actually allowed me to focus more um, on finishing up this big project. And then like, um, I have a girl who's just now we found this cute um, teenager in the ward. She's 15. She's coming into my office every day now to help me with some of the just the computer tasks, you know, just, I don't know. There's so many little things I could spend hours a day doing for the business. That's just like the back end stuff that keeps me from actually doing the tasks that propel the business forward, you know, like meeting with new clients, finding new clients, serving those clients. So that stuff she's totally capable of doing. So she's coming in now doing that for me and I'm paying her in makeup and skincare and she's totally happy with that trade. So using your resources doesn't necessarily have to be like using your income. It could be using, you know, the family and friends around you. Um, it could be hiring people to help with different parts of your life if you need to, or finding girls in the neighborhood who will do a trade. But the whole point of that is like, that's, I think, totally acceptable to do. We don't have to be the women who do it all, all the time and handle all the things. And I think that's something that's becoming more and more acceptable. But I do feel like sometimes there's still kind of a weird stigma about like, oh, you don't do 
all the things in your household, you know? And it's like, yeah, I don't, and I don't need to. Like, why can't someone else wash my, you know, or like clean yes. my bathroom, you know, <laughs> or or fold my laundry or play with my child for an hour a day? You know what I mean? Like, we've had this weird thing yeah. in society where we think in order to be a good mom, we have to scrub the toilets and do the dishes and yeah. and all these things. And for me, it was like a big shift of like okay, like all these things can still get done without me doing it. And I'm still the same good mom as I was before. Yeah, It has nothing to yeah, do with you... your motherhood at all. No. Yeah. In fact, that actually gives you more time to be with your kids yes. and to connect with yes. them in the way that they need you. They don't need you yes. to be cleaning the bathroom or folding the laundry. Yeah. yeah. And I also think that when we have a babysitter complete with our kids while we're doing our work they're like on less screens and they're less getting into trouble and they're less doing these yep. other things that we were doing before because we were still doing everything we we're doing before but now we're doing it with help by giving our kids the best opportunity for their success as yes. well yep so, exactly yep, you nailed it every single thing aligns so perfectly with things we talk about on here i think it's so important to oh, have so glad. that vision and to know what you want and I love the questions that you shared for helping. Cause I think some people are like, I, well, I get it, but I don't understand how to like have vision. Like some people just have yeah, vision. Like how do I people, start? Yeah. Need those questions. Mm -hmm. So that was amazing. And then the planning is huge. Like everybody knows yeah. on here that I'm also like a chronic brain dumper uh -huh. and, you know, and, and that, and I think that is really the key. Cause people are like, you do so much. And I think it's because. I take it all out of my brain and I put it into a schedule and I think you do the same mm -hmm. thing and it allows yep. us really like at the end of the week, I honestly don't think I do as much as like a lot of my friends, but my output yeah. is so good because it's so like productive and so efficient that it seems like uh -huh. I do a lot more, but the key really is that planning. Like, I really think that like everything you said about that, you guys need to re-listen to that part over and over and over because if you can get it out of your brain and put it into a schedule, you're going to do a million times more things than you did before. And it's going to feel less heavy and less busy. So true. And I love what you said about, you don't realize like, you're like, Oh, I don't feel like I do that much. But then you, you look back over your previous week and you're like, Oh, I did. And yes. that's the best because that means you didn't feel like you were a crazy woman all week and you didn't like yes. crawl into Saturday. Like oh, yes. I made it, you know, like you're like, yes. Oh. Yes, I think I people so yeah. feel good. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and I used to be that person for sure, but I think people still think me like, too. oh my gosh, she must be running around like a crazy person all day. And I'm like, when I talk to people in real life, they're like, wait, you take naps? Wait, you read books? Wait, you just sit on your phone and scroll for an hour when your yeah. kids are gone? And I was like, I have so much free time. Like I really, yeah. I know my business has like, it's like highest it's ever been like revenue wise and income stream wise and mm -hmm. team wise but I am the least amount of busy that I've been. And it really comes down to the things that you shared, like vision planning. Yeah. And then lastly, that outsourcing is so, so important. And yeah. I love that you shared you examples. Resources. Yeah. And I love you shared examples that don't cost money because I think that holds a lot of people back. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think anyone can do a trade or, or ask a friend or ask some family for, for help. I yeah. know not everybody has the friend or the family, but everybody has mm -hmm. something. And so use your resources. And that's really the key. Yeah. You have a home team in your life and whoever they are, they're your team and they are happy to help you.
Yes. Yes. I think I'd say like a bonus tidbit because you kind of, you kind of touched on that with like, oh, you have time to take naps and to have free time. Like time management is another huge thing. And I think the most limiting, limiting mindset we all have is we say things like, oh, I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. But if you look at your life, everything you have in your life is because you make time for it Mm -hmm. and you value it. So anything you want to have in your life, you will find a way to have it. You will make the time for it if it's important enough to you that you really want to have it. And like for you, you make time to have naps and to have free time because you value that. You value that it's good for your well-being and you don't tell yourself, oh, I don't have time for that. I can't do that. So I think just limiting mindsets and belief about time and how to use time. Um, I see that with, with a lot of people. Yes, that's, that is, that seriously, that mindset shift is so, so crucial and important because I think, yeah, well, easy for you guys to say you have all this time. I'm like, no, we all have the same amount of time and we're all Uh busy and we all have stressful things and we all have so much to manage. And it's, and it starts with that belief of like, I make time for what's important. Yeah, so true. Yay. Okay. That was awesome. Thank you so, so much. So tell us about where people can follow you to find out um, like when your book is like, I know you said your book day launch, but we uh-huh. want to be able to follow you so that people can be reminded um, when it's live and all the things. So tell us where to find you and where to find the book and all of that. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you. So the book is going to be available on Amazon. And um, I believe we're actually going to have a day where it's like 99 cents to buy the ebook version. So if you, you know, I'm going to tell you where to find me and where to keep up on that. So you can definitely join that launch because that's like the best. So it's going to be on Amazon. Um, you can, you can find me on, if you want to follow my personal stuff, you can find me on Facebook under um, Caitlin Montgomery. You can find me on Instagram under my photography page. It's simply Shelby by Kate. That's a little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> and then um, the book launch, all future book launches. And then this is actually part of a platform that my mom and I are launching. All of that is going to be under Dear Dreamer. So you can find us at deardreamer.com. And I'm actually even going to have like a mini course that goes with this book that I'm finishing up. So if you read the book and you want to know more, the course is going to go more in depth because it's kind of a, it's a shorter read because I want people to read the book in a day. And be able to just like hit the ground running, you know, changing the life. So deardreamer.com. We have the Instagram and the Facebook for that as well. That will be launching soon. So yeah, that's Yay, where you awesome. can find me. I would love to make some new friends and, you know, just connect with anyone who wants to find me. Awesome. We're going to leave all that in the show notes so people can easily click awesome. over and find you. So thank you so, so much for sharing oh, yeah. all this with us and I'm so Thank excited you for to having me, back. Kylie. Yes. It's such a treat. I've been so excited about this for like weeks. Yay. Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so, I, everyone's going to love it. It's exactly, exactly what oh, aligns sure so. with what people need. So good job. Oh, good. I hope every woman, yeah, walks away from this today feeling like empowered and like, okay, I know where to start. I have my next steps. You know, I have some tools in my tool belt. I can do this because I believe anyone listening, you can do this. You can you can do anything that you set your heart and mind to do, and you can have all those things that you want to have in your life. I truly believe it. 
I love that. You are really an inspiring person, just like, but not just by what you say, which is very inspiring, but also just watching you and what you do. And so thank you for sharing that with us. Oh yeah, of course. Thank you, Kylie. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.